Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Great to have your company at home and in the studio. We'll get the latest showbiz and sport with Mel Dracina and Titus O'Reilly. Yes, exactly. Plus our very special guest, our favourite Spanish celebrity chef is here, Miguel Maestro. But we start, of course, with the big story. And I happened to record this in the garden at the weekend. Um, have a look at this. Piece of spaghetti and a squirrel. The squirrel is actually eating the spaghetti, if you look at it. It really is quite extraordinary. I've never seen anything like it. Quite extraordinary. Quite extraordinary. Of course, the big story this week, the G7 summit in Hiroshima. There are the leaders there. I mean, not all broadcasters had the picture. Some had to use clip art. Not my favourite photo from the G7 summit. But at this summit and in these times, it isn't always easy to see eye to eye. Nice. Nice. Stance before. Oh. Yeah. The G7 summit was held this week in Hiroshima, Japan. And saw the Japanese Prime Minister meeting important leaders. <laughs> Giant poo emojis. Yeah. That is... <laughs> I mean, Husey thinks it's Biden. To not invite Justin Trudeau to the dress up party. Yeah, it's hard to lean against um... that. <laughs> oh, yes, I just got that. <laughs> That's good. Too soon? <laughs> no, not soon enough. Um, the Japanese Prime Minister did meet some actual world leaders. Here he is with the British Prime Minister. Yep, no, there he is. Yep. Here he is with the Italian Prime Minister. Oh, no, there he is. Yep, yep. Yeah. Here he is. The Indian. Oh, no, there he is there. <laughs> Indonesian Prime Minister. There he is there. The G7 sees some world leaders come together for talks, mm. high-level talks. <laughs> Did you sleep well? Could <laughs> have been an email. Could have been an email. So who was there? Well, the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was there, of course. The Italian Prime Minister Georgia Maloney. Lesser meeting, more a married at first sight wedding. <laughs> I give it two weeks. Um, <laughs> so what were the major talking points at the G7? Well, tensions with China obviously came up at the G7 and on 60 Minutes. The one story every Aussie must see. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching a squirrel eating spaghetti. Yeah. I was had a bit on. Now, the major announcement from the G7 was more military support for Ukraine. Announced by the UK's Defence Minister, Ben Wallace. That is really important for the work we both do. Yeah, we yeah. share incredibly... <laughs> when you're in a two-hour park. Yeah. <laughs> Giving me comedy festival flashbacks. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the main topics at the G7 was climate change, with Australia and the US signing a new climate change deal. And what we understand is that it's an important component of our national security, and that's why it is an important component. He looks like he's sleeping well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a touch of the weekend at Biden's about that, doesn't it? <laughs> Thankfully, one Australian was able to get an answer out of Joe Biden. Channel 9's political editor, Charles Croucher. Mr President, can, can, can Australia trust China? This goes in stages. Mr President, Australia, can Australia... Shush up, OK? <laughs> Shushed by the President. Shushed by the President. <laughs> Not an achievement. Not an achievement. <laughs> 
Well, this week marks a big week for PM Anthony Albanese. Tomorrow marks his one-year anniversary in the top job. My anniversary and the media are going to get me a cake. I understand. Joining the world's most powerful leaders. Hey, we know about the cake. We know about the cake. I mean, we wanted submarines, but we'll stick with yeah. the cake. And the celebrations have started. And this afternoon, our PM could celebrate. At least one leader is coming to his party. Oh. He's, he's just there for the cake. Yeah. <laughs> the G1, that is, that's tragic. Yeah. Yeah. So Albo had to find some party guests. At a kindergarten. Rolling into a childcare centre in the Tweed with Little Fuss. Hello. <laughs> All right, moving on to the other big political story of the week. Pauline Hanson has come up with a unique way to pay off costs for a defamation lawsuit. The party's auctioning off hand-knitted jumpers called Pauline Hanson's Winter Collection. Pauline Hanson's Winter Collection. My, my nightmare wiggles cast. Yes. Can we, can we see the range? Coming in a range of colours. Bidding starts at $500 for each item. The red one um, has already attracted a bid of $1,000. Are you sure, Sally? I th think we know who bought the red one. <laughs> let's move on, Mel, and let's head to Western Australia. And what's the old saying? You don't need an X-ray photoelectron spectroscopy system to see the success of WA's mining sector. You know the old saying. Yeah, you can lead a spectrometer to water, but... A spectroscopy system in the hand is worth two in the bush. That's the same. That's the same. Let's move on now and to a major announcement from Channel 7's Sunrise. I am going to spend every single dollar of the kids' inheritance. I can... <laughs> Interesting budget announcements. Uh... It's a new promo this week, The Cashless Cow. It's yeah. just stealing money from everyone. It was all about AI. It was all about artificial intelligence yes. with the rise of scams. There's scams on the rise. Nine News have some tips. The expert advice on keeping your money safe. Tip number one, don't let a film crew film your PIN number. Yeah. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. Tip number two, keep Koshy away from the inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> across the country, auctions continue to set record highs. With homes selling quickly. Now selling faster than you can say. Sold, sir. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Seems like quite a lot of work. Feels words. like a bit of time, doesn't it? I would have gone with... Selling faster than you can say. X-ray photoelectronics. <laughs> yes, much better. I'm going to take a break. Back with more of the Chief Seats right after that. Welcome back. You're watching the Chief Seats. Thanks to our very special friends at Subway, the iconic Subway footlong sub... It even looks huge from where we're sitting. I swear that's getting bigger every week. It's amazing. Great I'm, to have Subway on board. I'm just getting smaller. Uh, staying with food. Yeah, happy food allergy week. It's starting today. Going all week. Comes around so fast, yes, doesn't it? Exactly. I feel like it was only a week ago we had the EpiPen and we were doing yeah. all that. 
<laughs> yes, but you can't forget it's also International Compost Awareness Week. Yes, okay. Compost Awareness Week. Compost Awareness. It is also genuinely National Road Safety Week. And truckies are trying to spread awareness on their blind spots, and there's a couple. During Road Safety Week, truckies want us to learn their four blind spots: okay. the driver's side door, mm -hmm. get past the truck and not sit here, the front. That's where we see most of the collisions. That's a real issue. <laughs> the passenger side, along here, down here, <laughs> it's a wider area. And the back. OK. okay. <laughs> the entire truck is... One you're... big blind spot. You're safe if you're on the roof. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully there are no vision problems over on ABC News Breakfast. Hey, what does it mean for you? That's, you know, it must be very exciting. It's exciting. It means I can deliver safer care to my patients because I'm getting the most information that can be received. It also means that we can have a much bigger impact in some of the more remote and regional sector, which are really struggling to access, particularly clinical specialists right now. They don't mention it. In fairness, Michael Rowland's blind spots are here, 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 here. He can't see it all. We love you, Michael. Oh, and I believe we have some breaking news now. Whoa. Yes, and a major incident unfolding now in South Australia. The tree vandal has created some outrage after his appalling act was posted online. Instead of minding his own business, he stopped at the corner to take out his rage on a potted olive tree. Fortunately, the tree has since been mended with grafting tape and is expected to make a full recovery. <laughs> Expected to make a full recovery. The audience just went through a whole roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> story. This is our so third sorry. season. We've never had people be more sympathetic yes. towards anything other than a potted olive tree. That was amazing. If you've been affected by the issues raised in these stories, there's a number you can call. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a big story and it's not going away. The one story. Yeah. Is That's Sunday night. <laughs> Must watch. Well, if we're talking trees, Tim. We should take a step into the garden. Yeah. this! Time to step into the garden. Well, this it's, is where we... It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I think this one's been vandalised. But this is where we lift the dirt on all the gardening-related yes. stories of the week. And let's start in Queensland. Well, this week in our gardening segment, Neil Fisher explains why May 28 is an important date to learn more about the role of plants. G'day and welcome to my garden. Unless <laughs> your garden more a roundabout. No. <laughs> that is the great Neil Fisher. And how's this for a bit of fun? Why don't we watch the next clip and play along at home? Let's pick a random phrase, a random drinking phrase, and we can drink every time Neil says that phrase. Mm -hmm. So how about we pick um, botanic gardens? I'm actually at one of central Queensland's beautiful botanic gardens. Yep. And I have to ask the question, when was the last time you visited a botanic gardens? Yep, yep. Because May 28th is Botanic Gardens Day. We have some of the most beautiful botanic gardens. Tom Doom Botanic Gardens in Gladstone, the Emerald Botanic Gardens, and even one of my favourites, the Longridge Botanic Gardens. What about having a picnic lunch in a botanic gardens? I know I love walking through Botanic Gardens. There's so much to see. Botanic Gardens Day, May 28th, really important. Have a lot of fun at your Botanic oh, Gardens. Jesus. And until next week, happy gardening. Oh. <laughs>
We're going to need to take a piss in a botanic garden. That is extraordinary. Well done, Neil Fisher. <laughs> moving, moving on. I feel like my mum. Um, <laughs> except that was water. Um, but, Mel, it wouldn't be crop this without a feature from our favourite, Seven News Toowoomba gardening guru, Penny McKinley. Yeah. She's back. This is a weeping standard crab apple, and they're lovely to have. They cost a bit, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, they really, if you don't drink and smoke and you're a good woman, you can afford one to put in the garden. Oh, your mum's excluded. I was going to say, that, yeah. that rules mum out. Yeah. <laughs> well, Penny's been busy over the break. Look at this one. The smoothness and the perfect mm. flowers on it. Who wouldn't want a naked lady in their garden? <laughs> He's a little distracted. We love Penny McKinley and we love the way that Penny describes trees. It doesn't grow very big. In fact, it's not a really pleasant looking tree. It's like a woman with lots of brains who doesn't look real good. So you can either have the one with the brains or the one with the looks and live with either. It's actually really hard to be burdened with both. Now, over the break, Mel, people have been inundating us with more great Penny McKinley content. And this is from a few years back on Gardening Australia, but still a ripper. We're all in families and they're all in alphabetical order. Not by colour? No. <laughs> they're not by colour, Jerry. No. Jerry, you idiot. Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> she had some sage advice back then, too. People take that home, they dig a hole a cat would be ashamed of, <laughs> chuck it in, bore the water onto it, leave it alone for a month and ring me up and say, I wonder why the thing hasn't grown. You can't do that with a baby. I wish you could. <laughs> Penny is available for babysitting. So. Yes. <laughs> and child services are available anytime. <laughs> and that was... Crop <laughs> this. We have to take a break. Back with more in the cheap seats right after this. It's time for a very special guest, best-selling author, chef and familiar face on our screens. Please welcome the crazy bull, Miguel. Miguel Maestre. Miguel Maestre. Hello, Miguel. Have a look at this. Let's go. Stop it. Welcome to the jungle. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please put your hands together and enter the brace position, the crazy bull himself, Miguel Maestre. See you, Miguel. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It's a little bit cold in here, isn't it's it? It's a little bit cold in the I studio. I mean, you can definitely call it easy. Well, yes, it? I mean, look at her. I mean, you sorry. just can't tell. Sorry. I mean, sorry, put the air con down, please, sorry. ladies and gentlemen. And it, and it moved by itself. Look at this. Okay. It's almost alive. Shake and bake, shake and bake. Can you just, do the same thing? I can do the same thing. Can we? We want to see the doing this. Come on. Take it off. That'll be a 10 play exclusive. <laughs> Love to see you, Miguel. I've uh, just got word from the control room. Could you, could you bring a bit of energy I to mean, the show? Could you, could you leave? You're so fly. <laughs> oh. Thanks so much for 
for joining us. We've, we've met before. We met at the Logies, yes. which is very fun. Did you have a good night? I, I mean, the Logies is always a good time. You get to catch up with people. We have a really fun ride in the car. We shared a bus together. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> there were six people. I think no one understood anything I said for nearly one hour. <laughs> I mean, I can tell when people have not a clue what I'm saying because they start looking at your eyes and they start looking at your lips and they're like, what are you saying, Miguel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, then oh. they start looking at the subtitles. I mean, so. I mean, they, they, they don't look there. And, and, and Sally, he's like, Charifa, TV on. Just keep going nuts. Yeah, just just sit down. Stay where you are. I got a mark as well. I love, I mean, in the living room in 11 years, I never got a mark. It's so good. <laughs> Well, we, had a, we, had a great, we had a great time at the Logies, and this was how your night ended up. Oh, no! That's not me. And that was before the ceremony. Oh, that, no. was, <laughs> that was Grand Denia. That was Grand That was Grand Denia. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us, and it's great to have you here because you are a very busy man. You've got lots on the go. You're doing shows across the country. You've got an amazing range of products. Yeah. Oh, my God, I get a plug as well. Thank Look you. at all these wonderful, oh, interesting product recall. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, these are an amazing range of products. We've got the chips, we've got the cakes. Uh, Genuinely, a peek behind the curtain. We did have a production meeting and we were talking about who do we want on the show this week and obviously your name came up and Tim just went, I love his chorizo. <laughs> you know, can I, can I tell you? You've got to be careful saying to a Spaniard that you love their chorizo. My, my chorizo has been in every Australian kitchen. I mean, sorry. Stop, stop saying I mean, that. My chorizo has been in any Australian kitchen because... I'm glad you said kitchen. It's the only... Uh, my chorizo is the only one. It's free range. Yes. So we make free range. It usually is bigger, but it is really cold in the studio. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I mean, but when it comes to a chorizo, size does not matter. It's about the spice. Okay, yes. Right, right. Yes. yes. But you know, I'm glad that you got the chips here. Can I please do something? I mean, this is quite sterical. Our chips, they are bulletproof. These chips come okay. all the way from Spain. How many and people are trying to shoot your chips? Okay, good. Can you do something? Have you, can I please do have, something? Have you, have you tried them? I mean, uh, wait, wait, don't move. What, what don't move. Do? I want you to stand up. We want to stand, stand up. Stand up. And I want to eat this seat. I want to eat this seat on my chips. I don't want to sit on the chips. Sit on my chips. Sit on my chips. Sit on my chips. And they don't explode. Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Because Tim does use a booster seat, so yeah. this is actually... You don't want a salt and vinegar enema, um, as a general rule. But they don't break. They don't break. It didn't break. It didn't break. It didn't break. And to one lucky audience member... We do need to return those to RGA. <laughs> 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 Some wonderful products. But you, you pop up everywhere. You were on Studio 10 during the week. I said with the proper Galio, you can actually do like... Ah, ah, <laughs> but you, you kind of took it... You don't took, throw you, these at you, home. You took it even further. Come on, I love it! Don't be So the thing is... <laughs> I mean, if there's any audience to throw a knife into, it's Studio 10. They're already dead. Um, so it's fine. You can't be you can't be throwing knives into the crowd, oh Miguel. I'd love to be here. This place is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's called the chip seats. You feel like you're in business class. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, a moment ago it was the chip seats. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh my God, this is so good. We're having a great time. The audience are a little nervous. <laughs> uh, 
But it's great to have you here because you are touring around the country at the moment for the Good Food and Wine Festival. It's less less cooking, more cult. What is this? Oh, he's... Oh. Are you actually selling anything or are you just throwing no, no, you're all your products out? I, I do that for 20 minutes. I just throw <laughs> chips to people. I mean, you know, the Good Food and Wine show is a lot of... I mean, the wall of cooking, it becomes so boring. Mm. So if I start telling you oh, the potatoes from blah, 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 nobody cares and everybody starts walking away. Yeah. But if you mix... I think entertainment and love is a great ingredient for uh, success when you make a recipe. Yeah. People, I mean, look at that's a thousand people screaming the heart out for a bag of chips. Yeah. I mean, that's right. How good is this country? You're like, you're like how good is the cost of living crisis? <laughs> you're like Spanish opera. It's amazing, Miguel. The, the Good Food and Wine Show is incredible, and this is how you arrive. You arrive in style. You stole it from the Studio 10 car park. An old woman just lying on the ground. With a bag of chips <laughs> and a knife in her head. But the thing is, do not drink and drive. <laughs> that was that was actually a lady. Can I please tell you? She was so happy that I drove that little motorbike. She was so, went all the way around. It went for so long. I mean, talking about energy. And, <laughs> I mean, the lady was like, yeah, my bike, yeah, my bike. She was so excited. Well, we love your cooking demonstrations <laughs> and I believe, excitingly, you've got a little cooking demonstration yeah. for us. Yeah. We've got some props. Okay. I mean, okay. The best way to demonstrate movement is walking, I guess. So, so we've got some Spanish onions, yeah. or as you call them, onions. It's Spanish onions. Yeah. In a, in, <laughs> you know, in Spain, we call them French onions. Really? Oh. You know, in France, they call red onions, and they're purple. So confused. Story of my life. I know, I know. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> I mean who cares? So we've got some red onions. We've got oh two chopping blocks. What yeah. is about to happen? I mean, this is true. What is about to happen here? This is a very sharp knife. What? <laughs> okay. I don't want to, I mean... This is a real sharp knife, okay? I'm just gonna show you this is real, okay? So that's a real oh, sharp Jesus. knife. Oh my god, it's totally okay. fruit ninja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? So I'm gonna make sure it gets nice and sharp. What? So this is, I mean, real knife, real onions, and just to get things a little bit more to build some jeopardy. Some what? Je <laughs> You know, in Spain, you say everything with jeopardy. Oh, I mean, jeopardy. sorry. <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not going to chop these onions blindfolded. Blindfolded, ladies and gentlemen, are like a real chef with the chucks. Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa! come on! Whoa! Let me hear it! All right. <laughs> what is this? Can, can we just take a moment to update our wheels? Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, this yeah. is the great Miguel Maestre blindfolded. Chopping onions. Oh God, let me hear it! Three, two, one! Oh, yeah! Just be like water! Oh, I'm exhausted! I mean, talking about messy kitchens. If this is you exhausted, oh. I'd, I'd hate to see you after a Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> you, are you crying? One, no. one second, everyone. This is the first time Tim's oh. expressed an emotion. Oh, oh did you see? Are we breaking through? I can build the chemistry. Then you're not... Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, it's so nice. Hello. Yeah. Well, you thanks. want to give me a hug? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Miguel Mustard! <laughs> Welcome back to the Chief Seat. Cleaning up after Miguel. It's been a big week in the world of sport. To get us across it, would you please welcome to the desk the fabulous Mr. Titus O'Reilly? Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry about the onions. Sorry about the onions. There's a lot of onion. There's a Can lot I see of a onions. Tony Abbott impression? Oh. Oh. oh, good. And now, if you could just mismanage our immigration policy, that'd be, that'd be great. That'd be great. Great to see you, Titus. What a, what a week it's been in the world of sport. Sport. We're here for sport. Uh, <laughs> uh, Novak Djokovic was in a bad mood this week at the Rome Masters. <laughs> oh, Ooh, a tennis player. Nothing's... <laughs> Nothing more terrifying. I mean, he is unvaccinated, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> uh, he was angry all week, like, yeah. all week. He was uh, um, angry at the umpire for communicating the score in both English and Italian. Well, what's the drama of, of waiting between English and Italian? What are you acting here? No, or what? no, this is how we do. This is how you do what? We call the... Why, you, why do you call the score for 20 seconds? Just call it the score. God's sake. I like how he's trying to, like, communicate in Italian yes. as well. Like, <laughs> bloody foreigners wanting to use their own language in yeah. their own country. Just, uh... He then went Spanish and threw the racket into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that onion really repeats on you. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Uh, now, uh, it was dream time at the G on Saturday night. That's the AFL's official game to recognise the contribution of all Indigenous players. And there were some interesting weather predictions. 14 is the top on Thursday, light showers passing through. Those will increase on Friday night. It's a wet weekend, wet dream time at the G this time. <laughs> I tell you what, for Essendon fans, it was a wet dream time at the G. The first task is finding the G. <laughs> I don't get that reference at all. We'll put out, we'll put out a fact sheet. Yeah. Um, now, here's a way to stop any wet dream. It's Kevin Sheedy singing. Experts say that incident has set back reconciliation decades. <laughs> now, the NBA draft lottery was on this week. Big deal this week because a once-in-a-generation player, Victor Wembanyama, was up for grabs. So getting number one was a big deal. And it's fair to say someone was pretty happy to win the draft lottery. And that means that the number one pick in the 2023 Woo! NBA draft goes go! to the San Antonio Spurs. Not since the man I thought was my father got the paternity test results have I, have I seen such enthusiasm from anyone. Now, if that was exciting, check this out. In a bar in San Antonio who got the number one pick, they were told if they got the number one pick, all the drinks in the bar would be paid for.
Very similar reaction to when Miguel cut the onions in here, I have to say. And you can, you can see my mum rushing in on the bottom left-hand yeah. corner as well. So. <laughs> Oh, what's happened with you and your mum? <laughs> no, you really turned it up this no, episode. No, no. We hear nothing for two seasons and then... Love you, Mum. I asked her last week. She's OK. She took it with good spirits. <laughs> <laughs> Tequila, vodka, rum. <laughs> Love you, Mum. Great work. Now, uh, West Ham's Europa Conference League clash with AZ Akmar descended into chaos as supporters of the Dutch club attacked the friends and families of West Ham players after their loss. So the players actually had to come in and defend their own families from West Ham, from the hooligans. It's, it's, it's very violent. Is it a soccer game or a Miguel cooking demonstration? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine liking your family that much to defend them. Um, <laughs> it must be nice. Uh, elsewhere, West Ham fans were celebrating the win. He's single, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it only hit him in the head. He's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, now, Sports Illustrated have announced former criminal Martha Stewart is on their cover. <laughs> Just a fact. You can check it. Uh, <laughs> she is on the cover of their swimsuit edition and the reaction has been one of great excitement. If she can look this good at age 81, why not? Would you buy that magazine? No. And seniors on Tuesday at the 22nd Annual Senior Citizen Conference at the Ford Community and Performing Arts Centre in Dearborn were intrigued. Martha Stewart. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. Well, before we get out of here, we actually have some major news. It's not the olive tree being I'm assaulted pregnant. again. <laughs> we actually do have a major announcement to end the segment on. Sadly, this is Titus O'Reilly's last ever episode of The Cheap Seats. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, I've got to go to jail for a few years. No, and, uh... no you're taking some time off to pursue some other, other projects, other passions. Have, well, I've got a couple other things, but I just want to say I absolutely love this show and it's going to go from strength to strength for years, I think. It's absolutely fantastic. And I want to thank not only you two, but the Working Dog crew, all the people that work here. Uh, most importantly, I want to thank the makeup people because <laughs> not since the space race have so many people worked on <laughs> one project to get this face on TV. Yeah. It's, it's a modern miracle. Well, on behalf of all of those people and the viewers at home, we just wanted to say thank you for everything that you've brought to the desk. It's been an absolute pleasure laughing alongside you, but also getting to know you, and you're such a wonderful person, and we wish you and your family all the best, and we wish you a full and total exoneration from that independent <laughs> investigation. <laughs> for you, Titus. A very special um, gift of Spanish delicacies. <laughs> We're making your way, ladies so and gentlemen. Miguel oh. gave me one of these in the back. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what do you, you mean by that? You don't want a chorizo in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I was very open to it. The chips have been up Tim's ass. Yeah, so. don't, don't, don't eat the chips. But ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute Thank pleasure, Titus. We much. wish you and your family all the best. So for the final time, would you please thank Mr. Titus O'Reilly! Felt 
really good. It's been a big week in sport. Oh, it has a lot. <laughs> Biggest event in sport happened this weekend with Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> this match was like trying to decide which strain of COVID you wanted to barrack for. <laughs> that would be like Mel Cedar at our Christmas party. <laughs> Thomas, have you got one more clip for us? I know you've got a mafia hit to get to. So I've just added another person to my list. <laughs> Let's talk about this off air. Uh, Let's do the whole show off air. It's just brilliant. You can watch that for minutes. And how good was that? From Tyler O'Reilly! Welcome back to the Team Seats. It's been a big week of arts and entertainment to take us through it all. Our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM, would you please welcome Mal Chazano. <laughs> How long have you been a guest on this show? Uh, like three years. And how long have you been known as Mal Trasino? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to put on like a little hype voice, yeah. but then I ended up just Mal Trasino. Yeah. If there's one name that's hard for you to say, it's Mel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about you, Tim. I don't often say my own name in the mirror every morning, trying to hype myself up. <laughs> Who told you about that? <laughs> Great to have you here, Mal. <laughs> Love it to see you, Mel. What have you got planned for us? Oh, well, I, I, I did have this, well, but that's, maybe, maybe don't worry about it. I'll just leave it another time. You do need to come to the meetings. No! <laughs> hey! <laughs> that scared the shit out of us. There you go. We nearly had to say Vale Mal. Um, <laughs> God. Tim, Tim, this is a huge moment. Tim expressed an emotion. So. <laughs> Don't throw it back at us. Don't throw it back. Oh, bless. All right, oh, let's no. get into it. <laughs> You're going to have to do me a farewell package as well. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Wants a Wife has finished up for the year over on Channel 7. I know, sad face. But 13 seasons in and I'm wondering if all the girls are starting to look the same. It scares me. And I, well, like, don't, I don't think, don't let fear yeah. stop you. This isn't the time to be holding back. You don't have any more time. Yeah. Farmer wants some twins. Interestingly, they were Siamese twins, but Miguel threw a knife in the middle of them. And... <laughs> Like separated. <laughs> Farmer Brenton met Sophie's family, including her grandma, who was super supportive of her granddaughter's quest for love. When she first told me she was going on this show, I thought, oh dear. <laughs> She's more of a maths fan. Yeah. <laughs> but Sophie's not the only family member who has a thing for farmers. I was brought up in the city and I and I wanted to marry a farmer. Thank you. <laughs> if Farmer Wants a Wife existed back then, you would have signed up. <laughs> <laughs> farmer Wants a Gilf coming to Channel 7. <laughs> Judging by her age, it would have had to have been Early Settler Wants a Wife. She's, uh, <laughs> a little bit odd. The Farmer Wants a Wife reunion took place last night and with Farmer Brad deciding to bring Claire back to the farm, seems they've been getting busy since the series wrapped. Maybe too busy. Well, let's welcome Claire. Yeah. Come on over, Claire. <laughs> welcome. Hello. She's, walking, she's trying to walk fine. She's trying to walk straight. <laughs> she in a limp or is she... Is she pregnant? <laughs> they got it. It's like Farmer Wants a Baby. Oh. Like I know. That. Big week on the farm, insemination week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, 
an enormous week. Well, Farmer Andrew also brought back, brought back a woman named Claire to the farm, and again, I'm slightly worried. Is Claire here today? Well, I'm happy to say that Claire is here today, oh. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> What have the farmers been doing? <laughs> she did have a mobility scooter, but Miguel stopped. <laughs> now, the summit continues over on Channel 9, and this week we met Anarchy, who's not just a girl from Logan, Queensland. When I tell people, yeah, I'm from Logan in Queensland, straight away they were just like, oh, okay, she's from Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Jai Courtney is always watching the hikers and delivering inspiring messages to the contestants. The group's a day behind schedule and they've only hiked 6Ks today. Abysmal. <laughs> some of the people on the summit have been dating farmers, so they are. It's taking them some time. <laughs> um, in something that was not on my 2023 bingo card, Sylvester Stallone has dropped a reality show on Paramount Plus and it's called The Family Stallone. It gives us an insight into his life with his wife and his three daughters as well as some fascinating conversations. There's a website where you can sell your feet photos. Obviously. You yeah. could sell anything on the internet. Yeah, One of us has the highest rating of feet on Wiki Feet. Certainly can't be my feet. Tim's the number one visitor of that website. <laughs> I prefer the feet on farmer once a while. <laughs> Now, the girls have decided that as adults they want to make more of an effort with their Uncle Frank. That's the thing, it's like we want to keep this relationship strong so that you yeah. could meet our kids. And the fun uncle. I will be, you uncle be their fun uncle. uncle too. Funny. Yeah. Frank, is your fly undone this whole time? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> 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 he. I thought This seems like a terrible show. What's it on? Paramount Plus. <laughs> what a great show. <laughs> now, as you know, I love the doghouse. So for the first time this year, I want to present to you... What's on in the doghouse? Oh. Yes, it's a New Zealand version of... A, it's an across-the-ditch version of doghouse. Across Sorry. the ditch. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> While you're practising your knife skills, a bit more attention on the script. <laughs> yes, this is an across-the-ditch edition of The Dog House. Let me introduce you to Kate and Neil. So, the dog today. Yes. Is it for both of you? Is it for one of you in particular? It'll be Kate's dog. It'll be my dog. But we're together. Yeah. And so, yeah. it'll become a little threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're confused by the term doggy style, but... <laughs> He's got a touch of the Frank Stallones about it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, they were expressing how much they loved their most recent dog, though I think Neil got confused about who he was talking about. He was an angel dog, but he was known as the angel dog, and he was truly a lovely, lovely, lovely person. <laughs> and sisters Sally and Megan are also looking for a dog, and the doghouse staff always ask probing questions to understand what type of experience level the participants have. Do you still have dogs? Yes, I do. There's two buried in the front lawn. <laughs> and there's a third one on crutches. Oh. 
<laughs> Don't let them get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite part of the shows is watching the relationships, like Gillian and her overbearing friend. I would really like to find a little furry companion. Oh, I'm a little big for being a furry friend. <laughs> So I don't qualify. You had a total call to support. Yes. Mm, amazing. I did invite myself here today. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully she can find herself an owner. Oh. And that was What's on On that note, would you please thank Mel Tracina? Before we go, here's a preview of this week's 60 Minutes. The one story every Aussie must see. Do not miss that Sunday night. Nice. But now it's time for. Report This is where we honour a reporter who went above and beyond this week and no-one went further for the story than the Today Show's Isabella Stashkovsky, who put her body on the line. OK. It's gonna go everywhere. Mm. Isa. Oh, that's good. Would oh, you like a little mess. bit more chocolate? She kicks so clean. Okay, though. let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Things just took a turn. <laughs> She's been chocolate boarded. <laughs> so, for taking home food poisoning, Isabella Stashkovsky also takes home our. <laughs> Well, before we go, Mel, we've just got a little bit of time to bring back one of our favourite segments. What's on? What's on in the warehouse? That's right, it's back. I think I just heard a collective sigh of relief across the street. <laughs> so did I, Marianne. For new viewers, welcome. This is where we bring you the best bits from the Chemist Warehouse infomercials. And we've missed that sweet sound. What's on? What's on in the warehouse? Constipation is yeah. a very common condition. I've, we've missed it. We've absolutely missed it. <laughs> not let up. Now, it's an important time of year, so let's get a message from one of our favourites, Brody. Before we start, a reminder to book your flu vaccinations online at Chemist Warehouse. So a reminder to get flu vaccinations. That was Brody there. Have a look at him in this next clip, because if there's one person who didn't need a reminder... It's Brody. A reminder that you can book your flu vaccinations at Chemist Warehouse. Book your flu vaccinations online. Book your flu vaccinations online. And remember, you can book your flu vaccinations online. A reminder that you can book your flu vaccinations today. Have you booked your flu vaccination yet? Well, you can now book online. How many reminders do you need, Brody? No. Well done, Brody. We love you and the whole warehouse crew. <laughs> and a big week in the warehouse. They've brought in a big-name guest. It's Australian music royalty, oh. Mr Guy Sebastian. Mm -hmm. Australian music royalty, Guy Sebastian. Yes, it left us asking the obvious question. Why exactly has Guy Sebastian dropped in? Can you tell us? Constipation is... <laughs> no, sorry, that's not the official audio. <laughs> that's not the official audio. <laughs> uh, Guy Sebastian was there to launch a scent, a fragrance inspired by his wife. It's called Embrace. So, ladies out there... If you don't drink and smoke and you're a good woman, you can afford one. You can afford one, absolutely. <laughs> That's it from us. We'll see you next week. Right here. <laughs>